Welcome to Football on the Rocks, where we pour ourselves a glass and help you dominate the fantasy football competition. During the season, we will recap the action for the week, identify targets to stock up on and targets to pour out, discuss our weekly positional rankings, and give you our DraftKings DFS picks of the week. So, Grab your glass, maybe put some rocks in it, and join three fantasy football experts and whiskey enthusiasts every week as we help you salvage your draft, win your league, and fight for the millionaire. Hello and welcome to Football on the Rocks. I am Joe Niehoff, your host. I'm joined by my brother Bobby tonight. No John, so for those of you that like to hear the big, white, bald, bearded fella, then uh, you don't get him tonight. That might give you a little, <laughs> little character to what John actually looks like. He's like six, six, white beard <laughs> and completely bald. Yes, it's, it's an impressive, impressive thing. Anyway, um, we got a couple things to announce to you guys tonight, and uh, we've been thinking of a few things for what our podcasts are going to sound like during the off season of fantasy football. But uh, I think we got a couple good things, some fun stuff for you guys here coming up. So anyway, Bob, why don't you start us off with uh, the breaking news out of the football on the rocks group. So we have some really active listeners and uh, our second place finisher did not <laughs> reach out to us. Yep. So we have uh, in the now, a lot of times. So we moved on <laughs> to third place. So if you took third place in our contest, uh, that was um, Mickey Cats twelve. You have through the weekend. We're gonna. Uh, I initially put out on Twitter. You have until Friday. Uh, we're a day short on getting this out. So we're gonna extend that. You get until Sunday. After the games are over, we'll give you till midnight. Um, get in touch with us. Let us know. Send us an email. Send us something on Twitter, something through um, DraftKings, social, anything that says, hey, I'm that guy, and I won. And um, just like that, you can get yourself a bottle of bourbon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so There's something football, else of your choice. Football OTR at Gmail, or we're at, at – football OTR on your Twitter there um, or either one of us, either um, I am hopper uh, on DraftKings. Joe, you are Johan. Yes. Uh, so you on H2. And, and again, yeah. I'm the one that's been posting a lot of the stuff on DraftKings social. So again, reach out to me. If some of you have reached, it could be something as simple as responding to one of the posts that we put out there. Just saying, anything hey, I'm that's that says, guy. I'm that guy. I'm that guy. That's me. I want my prize. And uh, yes. we'll get it to you. Exactly. Speaking um, also, of prizes. Also, if you had beat all three of us on any of our contests during the playoffs here, reach out to us. Let us know. And we will send you out uh, a little prize from us for the playoffs here yeah they're koozies and they're ready um they're ready to rock and roll we have three winners from last week it was mickey cats um rudy 13 and answer book so answer book long time listener long time participant he uh 
he got himself something from us, so it's pretty exciting. I know he'll be pumped to hear his name called for that. So, yeah, yeah koozie. If you guys use a koozie, again, yeah, it's a cool little one that we put together. I think everybody would enjoy it, but yeah. we got to know who you are and where to send it to. Right. So, hopefully you've uh, enjoyed listening, if nothing else, and uh, get some tidbits of advice here or there. So, let's dive into uh, to this week. We got really, I mean... Technically, there's one more week after this week of, of fantasy football. Um, but this, to me, is, is kind of the last one that's, that's really building a team, looking through and debating on, you know, stacks or whatever you want to call it at this point. But um, this is really going to be that last week. So why don't we talk uh, – we've got to take it game by game, player by player. Um, I'm going to start out by just talking about the two different games that we are going to be watching on TV this week. So I want to make a couple of quick points. Um, so first of all, last week, uh, I believe I was the one that said that those first place teams might come out a little flat, may not perform as as good as they might have in the regular season. And lo and behold, what happened to those first place team, Bobbies? They, they both lost by a, a last second field goal. Yeah. And it was absolutely glorious. Oh, yeah. I think uh, fandom wise, it was... Probably the best weekend of football. It was, it was just like chef's kiss. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I mean, delicious. Really was, I, I've listened wonderful. to a couple of the podcasters this week and, and pretty much every one of them have said the same thing. Like, <laughs> They're all like, yeah, you know, great football this weekend. Yeah. And, and it really was, which is, you know, a treat to the, the NFL fans and the people that love football. It was, it really was a treat. I think a couple people couple maybe everybody but the people that live in kansas city would have only wanted one thing to go differently and that would have been had buffalo beat kansas city most everybody else yeah wanted i was i was on buffalo for that game i was hoping that that they would have pulled that out yeah i really thought they had it 13 seconds left you gotta be able to shut that down and i don't know they they couldn't do it i thought it was their their year i really did so anyway, let's dive into this a little bit. I actually have a, a kind of a little bit of prediction. Um, I haven't looked at the the spreads or anything like that just yet, so I'm going to look it up while we're talking here for a second. Um, but this weekend, Bob, you know, obviously we got two pretty pretty fun games. I really think they'll both be pretty good games to watch. Um, but as far as the game itself goes, I honestly would take the under in the L.A. Rams versus the 49ers game. It's a 46 is the spread. That's really not a lot considering Kansas City and Cincinnati is 54. It is a little. (laughs) Yeah. But I am predicting that because I think both those teams have really – well, I guess I shouldn't say both of them. San Francisco has made their run because of defense. Yeah. That's the only reason why – So you think this would be like a – a twenty see, to seventeen kind yeah, of a game. Yeah, I can see something similar to what uh, they had yeah. in, in with Dallas, right? Where I, I think I actually think the the Rams will pull this one out. Um, yeah, but but as far as the score and and kind of what to expect, I think this is more of a a twenty four to you know seventeen, like or heck, I mean even twenty four twenty one if it has to be a last second field goal, um, but. If I'm really like trying to press it and think about, it, I could actually see both teams being in the teens. Now I think last week had more to do with 
you know, the weather and stuff like that with Green Bay and San Francisco. But this upcoming week, I think it's just more to do with the fact that these teams are going to see each other for the third time this year. Yeah. Right? You know, the Rams lost both of those games, by the way, 31 to 10 and 27 to 24, the second one being in overtime, which was a win that actually got San Francisco even into the playoffs. Right. Um, but again, I just see this game going differently than what I think most people would. Um, and it's just, just the, the higher stakes, I think, brings more intensity and that, that larger amount of intensity, I just think, favors a defense um, and just flying all over the field and so on and so forth. So, you know, I think this will be a, a game where San franchise to run the ball, maybe get stuffed a couple times, maybe can't quite get more than a couple of field goals in the first half. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's a it, game I, I see the Rams winning this game um, at, at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, if, if we're looking at but looking building... at the players, who are going to yeah. be the guys that are actually going to score those points? Um, who are you liking in this game, the San Francisco Rams game, which is actually the 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 second game of the of the night on Sunday? Yeah, so I still think um, if I'm if I'm just trying to kind of build the squad here, I still think there's a couple guys that are at a good price. Uh, I don't know that they, again, are scoring touchdowns, but I do think they're getting the value that you need out of them, which in this case would be about 15 points. And for me, that's Cam Akers and Odell Beckham Jr. I think both those guys are in a position from a just a pure price point in a game that I think will be lower scoring. I think they're going to produce that value that you ultimately need. Okay? Um, so those two guys I'm definitely interested in. Um, and the same, I think, honestly, goes for Brandon Ayuk. I think he could have a decent day as well. Um, so he's at that five thousand point. So, so again, here's another guy that that that's kind of in there. And, and really, again, I'm just not trying to have too many guys on that in that game. I, I think the Vegas has this one right. You know, that they have the Cincinnati Kansas City game at a fifty six or whatever it was um, for the spread versus the other one being forty six. You know, so I, I think in this game in this slate and i don't think it's going to be uncommon i'm trying to get as many people as i can in the kansas city cincinnati game yeah uh, so my defense will probably be the rams that's just me personally it's will probably go with on defense um I, i've thought about san fran and the teams that i've built with the rams being the the largest price point so it just depends if i have to if i got to save 400 bucks and go to the 49ers i will um, but the Rams are probably the D I'm going to go with this week. Um, you know, I, I really that's, – that's definitely something I'm, I'm looking at. And then as far as offense goes, I mean, I'm going to try to get every player on offense in Kansas City and Cincinnati. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to save the 400 just so I can get some of those other higher-priced players. It's not going to be a huge difference. But <laughs> defense-wise, I'm looking at the 49ers. Um, because I do think that it is a, a lower scoring, you know, game. They're not going to get a ton of touchdowns out of this uh, Rams San Francisco game. But I'm also on Cam Akers with you. Um, <clears throat> he's only five thousand. He's getting something like ninety percent of the work in LA right now, which is just absurd. Yeah. Uh, given what he's come back from over the course of the season here, um, <clears throat> and. You know, when I'm looking at receivers in this game, I'm not going to spend that 8800 on Cooper Cup. 
Um, he's kind of priced in a way with a small slate, those two games, in a way that it's almost prohibitive to put him on your roster. Uh, it really limits the the other bigger name guys that you can get. Um, but if you are so inclined to go the Cooper Cup route, you're going to need someone really cheap. And the guy that I really like in that in that cheaper price point is Jawan Jennings. Um, he's 3,200. Last time against the Rams, he had six catches, 94 yards, and two touchdowns. Um, I also saw that he has a uh, – when, when the quarterback's throwing to him, uh, he's a primary slot receiver. Um, quarterback rating is like 142.7. So, wow, that's a good number. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Like, he's just making – uh, Garoppolo look really good, and he's finding himself open against this Rams defense. Now, the first game against the Rams, uh, this was back in Week Ten. Uh, he didn't really play all too much. He had two targets all game, one catch for three yards. But as the season's gone on since that point, that was his first game back since Week Five after some injury. Um, since then, he's he scored four touchdowns over the re- rest of the season. There, Week Eighteen though against the Rams, torched them 27.4 points. So, yeah. <clears throat> um, you know, add one more catch for a few more yards, and all of a sudden he's hitting 30. Um, it's going to be really easy. He's only 3,200. It's going to be really easy for him to hit that three times mechanism that you're looking for. And that's someone who you can add into your roster that's <laughs> going to be that Cooper Cup price. You put those two guys together. And you're talking twelve thousand. Um, it's going to be hard to grab two other wide receivers on this slate that can be twelve thousand dollars that are going to also produce something similar. Let me. Would you rather have Cooper Cup and Jawan Jennings or Tyreek Hill and Brandon Ayuk? Because those are both going to cost you the same. Yeah, that's a good point, and I, and I think that. Uh... You know, John, in this case, would argue with you to go on the Cooper Cup side. Um, and that, that might even be what your argument is. But yeah, he's actually, he, he, he built his team out with, uh, you know, a little bit more of that exposure to that game than I would have expected from John. But he, he loves himself some Cooper Cup. Absolutely. Like, honestly, if you took Cooper Cup, shaved his head, and painted his beard white, that would be what John looks. That's like. what John made. Yeah, that is what John looks yeah. like. <laughs> so there might be a, a little bit of a reason why he he likes him. But anyway, um, but yeah, I think uh, I I think those are all good points. I do like the Jawan Jennings, uh, Bobby. I, I, that's somebody that I kind of had as a as a sleeper, so to speak, to think about today. I, you know, the other guy I like is somebody that you've liked over the last couple of weeks. John also has in his lineup that he sent us, uh, and that's Brandon Pringle. Um, he's had a couple decent weeks in a row, just getting his hands on the ball around the end zone. So um, somebody else that's kind of on that, that list to pay attention to as you're building out your roster. Yeah. Uh, as far as the other side goes, <laughs> is there somebody that you're really trying to get? I mean, I've already mentioned I really want as many as much exposure to that Cincinnati KC game as I can get. Um, but there's yeah. anybody that stands out to you that you'd really want to focus on making sure well, you get on your squad. I just want to throw out some quick stats on uh, Byron Pringle. Playoffs, he scored a touchdown every game. So far in the playoffs, um, he has five catches in each of the last three games going back into the regular season and at least seven targets over the last 
uh, five games, except for one of the in four of the last five games, he has seven targets, um, and at least ten points in four of his last five games, with two of those going over twenty points. Uh, uh, that's Bry- Byron Pringle uh, <clears throat> throwing those stats out for. That's a yeah. I mean, if you look at it, just just pure. I mean, for his price, forty three hundred, you want about twelve points to really feel like you've gotten about what you need out of him. Yeah. In the last, you know, five weeks, I guess here, if I'm looking at it right, he's got thirteen twenty, ten six twenty five, right. So I mean, he's he's got the the value there. Um, the only game he got six points against Cincinnati uh, in that last time that they played against each other at Cincinnati. Four targets, three catches, 35 yards. Uh, And it just didn't quite get the – the thing I've noticed with him is he's not a big yard producer, right? So he's not one of these guys that's going to, you know, get that 70-yard whatever pass. He seems to be targeted a little bit towards the end zone. And teams focus so much on, you know, guarding Kelsey at the end zone or, you know, whatever, not letting uh, Tyreek Hill get those quick passes. So he's – He's kind of seen his value come in there. I mean, two touchdowns against Pittsburgh, one touchdown against Buffalo. You know, so he's one of those guys. I think he's not not necessarily a boomer bust. I think his floor is about where you'd want it for the price point you're getting him at. Um, Yeah. Another good value that you'd be able to find potentially in a player. Yeah. Um, Strangely enough, as we're talking about values, um, George Kittle is a guy that I, I do like again this week. It's only 5,000 this week. Um, and given his value in comparison to the other tight ends, it's hard, especially if you're going to be throwing in a Cooper Cup or some of those higher price valued wide receivers there. Um, it's going to be harder to incorporate some of them because if you're not grabbing uh, Kelsey at the high end and you're going to try and pay down to throw in some uh, higher price wide receivers, probably best off grabbing uh, Uzama or Higby. There's not a huge price difference between the two of them. Um, If you look at Higby against San Francisco, he scored a touchdown every single time they played this season, so that's not a horrible play. He's only 3,700. So I'm going to pay up a little bit. Um, I'm not going to go all the way up to Kelsey at 6,500. I do want to grab someone in George Kittle uh, at 5,000. If you are looking at one of the cheaper tight ends, though, Tyler Higby scored a touchdown every time so far this year against San Francisco. Um, he actually scored twice uh, a couple weeks ago. He's got 23.5 points that week at 11 points back in week 10. Um, so he is able to, you know, for whatever reason, be able to uh, find himself in the end zone against the, the 49ers. But I'm going to grab George Kittle. I think he has a, a little bit of a bigger game this week. Um, and and I think he's kind of a bigger target. Um, so that's that's kind of what I'm looking at with that San Francisco Rams game. I don't particularly like either quarterback. Um, I, I'm leaning Joe Burrow looking at quarterbacks this week between him and Mahomes. Uh, Mahomes, again, he, he's just a little bit too much. And I want to be able to put uh, Cooper Cup into my lineup because of his price. I think not a lot of people are going to be on him. 
uh, and being able to identify some of these cheaper guys that we've been talking about helps you to be able to do that and still put together a really solid lineup. Yeah, I think that, I mean, I, I, I like the idea of you got to find ways to be different in this type of a slate, right? So it's two games. You don't really have, you know, I think most people like here, for example, we go just straight to quarterbacks. Who are you taking? If you had to pick a quarterback, who's your guy? I mean, it, who's going to be the best one? Patrick Mahomes. Well, no, no, just from a pure building your team. Is Patrick Mahomes the one you want? Oh, I'm I'm grabbing Joe Burrow. Yeah. Um, and I think Joe Burrow will probably be owned by 60% of the people in this right. game. You know what I mean? Like, most people are going to have Burrow. Why? Because he's 6600 And if you go mm-hmm. to Patrick, he's seventy four. He's $800 more expensive. Right. Like, it's I, hard I think for the, people to commit to that. Right. Between all of them, um, I think Burrow will end up being maybe the best value play of the weekend. Yeah. Um, he'll be able to give, kind of give you that best return. Garoppolo, um, some people are going to be on him just because he's so cheap and he hasn't scored over 10 points in the playoffs yet. He's, I mean, he hasn't even cracked 175 yards passing in the two games that he's played. He has an interception each time. Like, He's not doing great is kind of the nice way to put it. He has a total in the two games of 10 points. Right. Um, Yeah, maybe somebody takes a fly on him just to save some money. But I think you make a good enough team without doing that. So anyway, I'm trying to get to that point. Yeah, the other thing I wanted to point out is is with that difference between Burrow and Stafford, people are going to gravitate towards Burrow um, just because of that higher – price or the higher predicted total value or total points that are going to be scored in that game. Um, And they're going to go for that $300 difference. Burrow's going to be much more worth it than Stafford. Yeah. So again, and what I'm trying to get to here is like, so how do you be different? Because we're not the only ones that are thinking this, right? I mean, there's going to be just about everybody in this slate is going to be going with Joe Burrow as their quarterback. So how do you, how do you become different? I'm a fan, and John and I have talked about this in the past, is go with the two tight ends. Like, do yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's not – that's going to be different. There's not going to be a ton of people that have two tight ends in their lineup just because it's not typically a, a position that you try to double up on. Um, so, like, in mine, I mean, I, again, I've, I've built a team that I'm – you know, I think should do fairly well, um, and it includes both Kelsey and Higby. And the reason why it includes Higby is because, um, I mean, simply put, uh, he's cheap. You know, you're looking at a guy that, if we're looking at pure value, I mean, thirty-seven hundred dollars. Uh, you know, he needs what ten to really get me, yeah. or maybe eleven. You know, ten or eleven to get me what I need. And even in weeks that his, like, even in a bad week where he's involved. So I say that because he did have a week against Green Bay where he had like 1.3 points. But outside of that 1.3 points, you know, he's rarely under eight points. So even on my floor with him, I'm at least getting, you know, kind of what I would hope for out of a a $3,700 guy. So, you know, again, I think that that allows you when you can get one or two of those cheaper guys, allows you to really build out your lineup a little bit more extensive on the other spots. Yeah. Um, 
So again, I, I the, the unique part about this week, there's a lot of different ways to build it. Um, if you want to go full contrarian and go completely against the grain, um, then have a lot of guys in the LA versus San Francisco game and hope that that ends up being like 35 to 32. Because yeah. that would be, I mean, that if you're able to do that, absolutely, um, I think, you know, there won't be, I just don't think there'll be a lot of people with that type of a lineup. Right. I, I fully agree with that. Um, but to, to all that point, um, running backs for this week that I'm targeting, I know we've kind of started, we went a little backwards this week. Usually we start, you know, go with running backs, then get into our pass catchers, kind of working our way backwards. Um, I'm not grabbing Joe Mixon. I'm not even grabbing Mitchell this week. I'm dropping down. We already talked about Cam Akers with his 90% share. Um, the other running back I really like this week is Jarek McKinnon, actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I got literally the same two in my lineup. I mean, they're cheap, they're available, and they're going to get you value. Right. And the thing that I look at with running backs is how many times are they touching the ball? Because yeah, that's, sure. that's really the more opportunity. How much of, opportunity of how they're going to be doing. And in the playoffs, he has 18 touches in the first game. They had 15 touches last week. Yeah, he went down a little bit, but let's say he only gets 12 this next week and keeps that trend going downward. Um, if he is able to still put up, you know, he had 12.8 last week, add a touchdown onto that. Let's say one of those pass catches or one of those runs ends up going in the end zone. He gets you 18 points. That pays off. You have a $5,100 player at about 15 to 18 points on about 10 to 15 touches. I think he can return that very easily. I mean, we, we saw him as a Viking be able to put up some good numbers. He's shifty. He's, he does a little stuff uh, very uniquely with the ball. To, and he's kind of that playmaker degree of, you know, some of the Kansas City's bigger playmakers. But he definitely has the ability to score from almost anywhere on the field. He's got some good speed and a little bit of shiftiness, and you can get by the Cincinnati defense. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Uh, very good. I don't think there's a whole lot more. I mean, you know, obviously we talked about some other places. You want to go through wide receivers real quick or no, I think give this thing a wrap? We them pretty well. Um, I, like I said, Jennings is my guy that I'm going to grab that's going to be a little bit cheaper so that I can grab Cooper Cup. Um, I'm trying to get as many big guys into my lineup as I can. Um, we did see Kansas City shut down Stefan Diggs. I think they're probably going to double up Jamar Chase. Um, so that is one way to be a little bit contrarian and grab T. Higgins at 5,700 um, because he might become a little bit more involved. Though, um, with that, Jamar Chase might he's kind of more of that deep play guy and we saw what a deep play guy does to uh to kansas city just last week yeah I, yeah I, you know that's a good point i i think that uh I, again i really just don't think you can go wrong with too many of those guys in that game period so um whether you go t higgins whether you decide to go with like the tyler boyd route get a little bit cheaper there um you know and even if you go jamar chase he's really not that expensive for what we're used to seeing out of him uh and they're gonna find a way to get these guys the ball they just will yeah that's the thing about you know that i've noticed with them this year especially is 
you know, Cincinnati for the first time has weapons all over the place. God, Cincinnati is going to be a problem for the next decade. Yeah, oh, a hundred percent. I mean, and good for them. You know, I mean, I think that's awesome for them. Really, I do because they haven't had that in since I remember. You know, obviously, right? Boomer Esiason back in the day, but even he wasn't. He wasn't this, right? right. So anyway, I think it, oh. again, uh, good games this week. I hope. I hope we see uh, my my personal preference for the Super Bowl would be the Bengals versus the Rams, um, but whatever it ends up being, I'm sure I'm going to be just as excited to watch yeah. it uh, in the coming uh, week. So, as someone growing up, you know, being a Vikings fan, watching the Lions struggle as much as they did, I really would love to see Matt Stafford get the get vilified for the talent that he has and be able to say, "See, I'm really good." Yeah, uh, and win a Super Bowl, or at least make it to a Super Bowl, um, and show everyone like, yeah, I'm I have a lot of talent, and this is, you know, what this what I could have done had I been on a team that was actually, you know, worthy. And yeah, not, and, and if I'm the, uh, if I'm being Lions. a little little selfish here, I partly want um, Stafford to win that Super Bowl. Um, the yeah. reason why, though, is because that it kind of sets the standard for teams that decide to trade for a veteran quarterback to try and make a run at the Super Bowl. I mean, think about it. You know, Stafford <laughs> to the Lions was a great trade for the Vikings if they decided to trade Cousins. <laughs> yeah. And say, well, you know, they just did this for Stafford. And Cousins statistically is pretty close to what Stafford was. Um. And they gave up their quarterback and a couple first-round picks or second-round picks. So we'd like the same. John would call yeah. me crazy right now, but that's still in his shit. Set the precedent. That team goes out and wins the Super Bowl just because they made a trade. I'm sorry, but hello, you know, Cleveland Browns, you're all but a quarterback away in their opinion of being a, a competitor, being a contender, you know. The Pittsburgh Steelers feel like they're all but a quarterback away from being a competitor in that type Heck, of a deal. The like, Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans, absolutely. All but a quarterback away from being, you know, that team. Like, hey, I am I mean, yeah. call the Vikings, well, man. And, New GM's price, got some work to do. The The price might be set also with, uh, with Aaron Rodgers going out and seeing what he can get for himself kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the funny thing is that if if Aaron Rodgers, I mean, and this this is a lot to say about uh, Kirk Cousins too, because he would be lower on that list. But if Aaron Rodgers went over to the AFC, he'd be like the sixth best quarterback in that conference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, yep. Like struggling to make the playoffs because there's a lot of really great young talent. Like, uh, there was something that I saw that let's say he let's say Aaron Rodgers ended up following his offensive coordinator and, and going to Denver. He's yeah. the third best quarterback in that division. Nah, I I, I still put him like a, a, above Herbert. No. Yeah. No, I'd rather have Herbert. No, 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 no. I'm not okay. So let's not okay. So you're talking you'd for rather that, have for Herbert. one season. I, I for don't one disagree season. with that because Herbert for one season I has, would rather have Herbert. No, no. For that for one longevity, season. I for longevity too. Herbert for both, but for a pure one season, what player is going to boost my team to Super Bowl contender? It's not Herbert. 
I think it is. No, it's oh, it is flat, that's flat out wrong. But okay, we'll, Bobby. We'll, we'll if, have if a, you had to we'll build a, a team we'll, and you're in the playoffs, bet. you're in Joe, the playoffs. You've what's going to happen is me and you are going to have a bet on Justin Herbert versus Aaron Rodgers. It'll be dependent on where Aaron Rodgers ends up, to a degree. But we'll have a bet on these guys next season. There's a preview of our bets for next season. But we're we're gonna have one because I think Justin Herbert and that the team that he's on, it's gonna be like a we'll have a couple tiers to the bet kind of thing of like individual talent and then team record and stuff. Um, but we'll have something, I'm sure. Yeah, I can I can make this bet with you with the asterisk that Aaron Rodgers at least needs to play football. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. But that's why, the that's bet, why we'll I'll wait. make it right now. That's why we'll Aaron Rodgers, regardless of what team he plays on, will have more touchdowns thrown than Herbert. And the team that Aaron Rodgers plays for will have a better record. I mean, I, I don't think that you're right. I really don't. Okay. I mean, I'll so, make that bet with you right now. We'll we'll talk about it again in the yeah. in the future podcast. Yeah. But this is this is I don't a, think there's this a is question a bet that is that is written in pencil. Um, yeah, we and, can call it written in pencil. But Bobby, it I be, sent it you will a statistic be, the other will, day. Do you remember what it was? Set, it, it will be set in stone once uh, once the next season starts. We yeah. got to remember it. Do you remember the statistics I sent you about Aaron Rodgers the other day? No, I don't. Okay, the guy averages like four losses a year. In his 17-year career. And yet, how many Super Bowls does he have? It's not about Super Bowls. We're yes, talking about is. who's going to have yes, a better team, a better season, etc. The The whole NFL is all about Super Bowls. Well, right now, they're, he's hearing it enough. I had somebody say the other day, he's arguably the best regular season quarterback that ever lived. And that's so just big yawn boring. I know. It is. But My it God. is so fantastic as a Vikings fan. <laughs> Well, that's true. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, well, we'll, we'll I, I need a whole podcast. There'll be plenty for us to discuss. Um, I need a whole podcast season. episode of my own to just rant about how dreadfully awful the Packers organization is. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. That would be kind of fun to do with you. Um, well, we'll get into that at some point. I think, I'm excited I think about the Vikings higher. So I, I think that's pretty exciting. I think yeah. the, uh, the Quasi Adolfo Mensa. Or whatever, I can't even, I don't know if that's correct. I don't have his name in front of me, and I totally guessed on that. Uh, but I do think he's going to be a good uh, good pickup for the, the Vikings, and we'll see. That is, that is precisely as... what it is, actually, Joe. Good job. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, um, I think that's a wrap for us tonight. Hopefully you've enjoyed the show. Uh, you got a little bit of a taste of what to expect in the offseason. We'll be talking draft, NFL draft, that is. We'll be talking about different players moving around as those those positions are, are made and people are traded or picked up or uh, whatever the circumstances might be. And we'll just keep some football in you. We'll also talk about different kind of big fantasy events. So like, you know, the masters tournament, for example, in golf, um, and that comes around, we'll be talking about that and how that, you know, for those of you that stay on the DraftKings and continue to do those type of games, we'll always have a little bit there to talk about, but Mm-hmm. Um, more importantly than anything else, we'll talk about bourbons, our whiskeys, our beers. and Our beers. Guys, right. uh, if you live in Minnesota, get your beers out of your garage. I just uh, I had a couple that, they didn't burst, but um, some of the carbonation kind of leaked out because it got so cold that yeah. the cans expanded and, and the seals kind of opened a little bit. 
That'll happen. So, so if you're in these cold weather climates, when it gets negative 30, it doesn't matter if your fridge is outside and it, it's not keeping that cold air out. <laughs> oh, no. Nope. Yes. Doop, doop, doop. So I, I no. lost. Well, I, I didn't lose any beers. I'm now drinking them all so that they don't go bad. Yeah. So tomorrow me is not going to like present me. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Over the offseason year two, we will talk, as you said, about all kinds of different ways to play fantasy football. Um, yeah, we got some different, ideas. different rule changes or, yeah. or kind of tweaks that you can put into your systems. Talk to your friends about uh, changing some things up with settings and whatnot. And just fun, unique uh, means of playing fantasy football as well. We might even be creating our own little uh, May- maybe, maybe we'll see. You yeah, got to we'll figure see out if we can if get we can, down that path or not. But uh, if we can figure out how to build a, a website. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're uh, we're not so smart. No. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, again, I enjoyed it as always, Bobby, and I uh, hope uh, hope our listeners did as well this week. <laughs> There's your tagline for the episode, Joe. Yeah. What it was. We're not so smart. We're not so smart. I, I'll use that one. I like it. Um, right. But again, hopefully you enjoy the show, and uh, we always do. So that's all I got. All right, everyone. Talk to you next week. Here comes Super Bowl. Bye.